Mrs. Olivia Buckley of Cherry Brook invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Dylan Lewis. Yes, it's the all-new Get This with less clutter and more great music coming up in this hour. Talking Heads, Chris Isaac and Pete Murray. And I think we get to talk for about 30 seconds. But in the meantime, here's Madness. That'll be Madness here at the all-new Get This with myself, Tony Martin, Richard Marsland. Good morning. Top of the morning to you, Tony. Go on, give yourself a round. You know you want to. We've been receiving a lot of emails from people, about 200 right here, uh, people not happy with the new format. Who was the pinhead who told you to play more music and less clutter? He's a total tool. That's from John. (laughs) Bring on the clutter, says Jennifer. How can they delude themselves into thinking that anyone tunes in to get this for the music? Less James Blunt, more Rex Hunt, I say, says Paul. (laughs) And I had exactly two calls from people who like the new format after yesterday's show. Two calls. From people who like it. One was the bloke who thought of it, right. the group program director, yes. and one was from his subordinate minion who also thought it was a good idea. They're massive fans. I thought it was a good idea. Hello, give a round to Dylan Lewis. He's yeah. here. Yeah. He's cluttering things up and giving people an opportunity to switch over. Madness was perfect to start it with. We love a bit of madness. That's Oi. true. Yes. It could have been a lot worse. Where have you been? England. Have you? England? Yes, for the last year I've been in England, travelling around, visiting other places near England, such as Amsterdam. Oh, yes. Don't remember that. Amsterdam. Yeah. What goes on there? <laughs> yes, apparently. A lot of people driving at six kilometres an hour. On bicycles. In a car, being oh, uh, pulled over by a policeman on foot. Yes. That happened last week. <laughs> Only in Holland. <laughs> <laughs> to be sure, to be sure. And what have you been doing over there? I've been doing bits of bits of radio, bits of TV, bits of little films. I was in a short film over there. I also started a man choir over there, which was very successful. In fact, the man choir sang a madness song. <laughs> really? We did. We sang It Must Be Love in a cappella, 20-part harmony. How do you go about starting a man choir? Well, first you need a T-shirt. Let me show the listeners. Oh. Oh, that's... That's very fruity. You like that? Man choir, but Man sort choir. of written like it might say Saxon or Wasp. Yes, it, it looks very metal, doesn't it? That's the trick. <laughs> all trick all it needs is the umlauts, <laughs> yeah. and then we're away. <laughs> More umlauts on this program. And, you know, what happened? I mean, I was a huge fan of recovery, and Angus Sampson, yes. uh, the enforcer, yes. was on the show just a couple he of days ago. He was, indeed. I had to listen to that. It was hilarious. He gets about. He can talk a lot about nothing, can't he? And he sure can. <laughs> Just poking with a stick, mm, and mm. The, I loved that there was the ten thirty slot. Mm, mm. And then what? I mean, did the ABC give you the ass officially, or? What? Oh no, it was, it's never official. I don't think of the ABC. They just forgot about me, and I left and wandered off and right. found my way to Channel Ten for a while. Did some work there on yes. um, Pepsi Live, and then left. Didn't do that anymore, and then did Celebrity Big Brother, and then. Did a circus on Channel 9 and then went to England. I have been sacked from every network you just mentioned. Congratulations. (laughs) There was too much going on in that sentence. There was a celebrity circus. What was that exactly? That was uh, Cameron Daddo on a tightrope. Exactly. And what did you do? I was a clown. Right. Was that challenging? No. (laughs) I tried to make it challenging. I had a few difficult tasks. They did get me up on the trapeze one time, which was not good for me because I'm afraid of heights. Right. And I screamed like a woman. (laughs) There you go, as is traditional. Mm. What about uh, as a clown, did you get to throw a bucket of water, but it turns out to be uh, confetti? No, I wanted to do that and I didn't. I got to juggle and I got to ride around in a small humorous vehicle and on a small humorous bicycle. (laughs) With wonky wheels? No. When you, uh, you, the only way you can wash your car in Brisbane is with a bucket of confetti. You're not actually allowed to use water, apparently. 
That's what I've been told. <laughs> uh, now, hang on. You said you were on Celebrity Big Brother. Yes, that was a while ago, 2002. That was, was that the first of those they did here? It was the first and the only. And you won. And I ruined it, and they haven't done another one since. <laughs> and who was in there? Who were the other celebrities? Kyle Sanderlands was in there. Yes. Good old Kyle with the widest face in the history of mankind. The widest face since Michael Landon. And Bert Newton. Ah, Bert. Bert's yeah. got to be co-hosting this show. You're kidding. On Wednesday. Fantastic. Only I love Bert. just because he loves Toto. That's what he told me. Oh, He's good. He's a massive Toto Is fan. <laughs> Not just Africa, but also Rosanna. He swings yeah. both ways, Bert. He wouldn't know it. He can uh, exactly follow Jeff Beccaro on the drums. <laughs> he just sits there. That's all Bert does all Bert. day. I saw Bert last night. I just love the idea that I've got Dylan Lewis has been co-hosting and uh-huh. Bert Newton. Mm. Two ends of the spectrum. Where did you see Bert last night? He was, he was at a, the uh, the opening of 50 Years of Television Exhibition down at Acme in Melbourne. Right. Were you in the exhibition? No. But Bert was there with, with bells on. I was there visiting the exhibition and drinking free piss, but that's it. <laughs> and what is that the one where uh, Premier Steve Brax of Victoria uh, called Bert Newton Bob Newton? No, that was earlier in the day, apparently. Right. There was a reference made to that. <laughs> you just can't get Bob. any names wrong, apparently. <laughs> I saw some Our of the greatest te- icon gets called Bob. <laughs> What's with that? Now, some of the technology that I saw uh, on display at that, that, uh, at that uh, exhibition mm. um, in the paper, some of it is actually better than the technology we have here in this studio. <laughs> indeed, it's from indeed. television about 50 years ago from uh, Good Night and Good Luck era. A yeah, yeah, Canberra yeah, toasted sandwich maker would be better than we've got there. <laughs> they had a wall of televisions there. They had 747 televisions all stuck together in one humongous mosaic. The longest wall of televisions ever created. Ever. And it's, not yeah. one good thing on any of them. No. <laughs> well, Perfect Match was on. That was pretty good. So. <laughs> About now, hey, you say Big Brother, and there's always mm. Big Brother news mm. uh, that, that I was watching last night, and, you know, there's a lot of profundity spoken in that house. Mm-hmm. They're there's rude, lo- aren't they? There's new ideas, there's concepts that maybe you'd never even thought of. Like what? Unless the housemates brought them up. Listen to this. Guys okay. and girls are different. Very different. Very different. different. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hadn't considered that. There's also, I noticed they've been in there so long that they just don't bother to even respond to Big Brother. Have a listen to this. Now, we have not doctored this up. This and there's everyone talking at once. Listen very closely to this clip. Well, I just got from a flu, and I've got a population of E. coli in my gut, and it resorted to me losing my kidney and getting really sick because I was just in eating. This is Big Brother. Nothing. I was only vegetarian, not vegan for about six months. Off they go. Hello. Nobody's interested in Big Brother. Big Hello. Brother over here. And apparently Big Brother has nothing to say. He's just sitting in a booth somewhere going, This is Big Brother. He's just practicing. This is Big Brother. You've got to practice now and then. Uh, you can do that. Guy. I wish I was doing that one day. We'll let you do that this as the program continues. I'll get this. That's Pete Murray. Opportunity here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Dylan Lewis is with us this morning. I am. I'm, yeah. a, I'm drinking a diuretic coffee that tastes a little bit like meat. <laughs> Why does the coffee taste like meat here? We just love it that way. Nice. The meatier, the better. Some beef broth in there. <laughs> Someone just went down to the coffee machine and went, not meaty enough. Yeah, I'm glad they did that because it's very meaty and fantastic and <laughs> I may need to leave and have a little poo in a minute. Oh, well, <laughs> save it for on air. All right. You know, that constitutes new material. Okay. Uh, look, when did I meet you? I think I've only met you once and that would have been backstage at Hesse's Shed. Hesse's... Well, you've met me heaps of times and you've forgotten every Is other that time. Is true? No. <laughs> I, no. Hesse's Shed, that was a good show with Dave McCormack. Yeah, you and Dave McCormack did mm. uh, Sprechen Sie Deutsch. <laughs> That's right. It was a great song. 
You remember that? I do. I tried to play piano on it. Fantastic. Sprechatze Deutsch! I wanted that to be the theme for uh, Ed Cavalli's uh, Live Crosses from Germany. Why not? Uh, <laughs> he preferred the uh, Perfect Strangers theme. So there you go. It was a bit of sulking. Uh, and Hesse shed. And what was that? Did you... What happened to the Brown Hornet? That was your band, wasn't it? Mm. Correct. The Brown Hornet. We, we never died. We still exist. We just have been on hold for a year and a bit since mm. I've been in England. And uh, the Hornet will continue until the day we all die. And then probably further into the yeah. into the netherworlds we'll keep playing. I've got another band as well called Megabias, but they're also on hold. I've been making solo music lately, which right. is going to be very successful and I'll be very rich from it soon. Really? Do you do this yourself in the basement? Have you got your own setup? Or? Yes, yes. yes. Right. I don't have a basement, but I have my own setup. Mm. Mm. I mean, anyone can have their own setup now, can't they? Mm-hmm. You can. You can make very professional music from your house. It's the new garage music. It's now bedroom music is the kind of I see. coin that hasn't been turned, phrase that hasn't been coined yet. Can't oh. speak more coffee. <laughs> more meat. Mm. <laughs> more meat juice. I need some sauce with that, I think. What about Wolf Mother? Do you like their work? Yes, thanks. Do you like his hair? I love that guy's hair. I wish but I could do that. We had a work experience kid in here who was trying to copy mm. him. He looked like one of their roadies, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but they're on. To, they're officially on their way to becoming Australia's biggest rock export of 2006, notching up global sales of more than half a million copies of their first album. And somebody's asked them, what's it like being on tour in the States? And this is what it's like being on tour mm. in a rock and roll band. Nine guys in a bus for days watching Dumb and Dumber and Zoolander mm. and giggling. Excellent. <laughs> that sounds bloody perfect, doesn't it? I love both those movies too. <laughs> yes, so do I. Dumb and Dumber. I mean, it's not a great film, but there's a scene in it where a bloke has a heart attack mm. and Jim Carrey tries to help him by beating him up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I can't explain why that's funny. And, of course, lots of great lines as well. All the monkeys, uh, they heavily influence the Beatles. <laughs> And Zoolander. I love Zoolander. Just for this one bit where Will Ferrell runs across the room with a very girly run right. as the fashion designer, Magatu. Yeah. Remember that run? Is that it? The run is the funny bit. I just go straight to him running across the room. And I like it when he talks about crazy pills. But anyway. Who am I? That's what it's like being on a rock and roll bus. Uh, we were talking about Big Brother. Um the Katie Jamie romance, that's the big talk. Have you been in the country for this? Well, I've been trying to catch up over the last two weeks and I've been watching it a lot and I've even been looking it up online to watch it on, mm. on the live free cam streaming. Can't get enough of it? Can't get enough. Big fan, always have been. Listen to this. Big brother housemate Katie mm. had not been out of the house 24 hours before she met her prospective in-laws, leaving her mm. boyfriend Jamie behind in the Gold Coast compound. Mm. Katie knew that she would have to face her new Bose family without him. That mm. wouldn't have been uncomfortable, would it? No. Hi, I'm the girl who was performing oral sex with your son on national television last week. <laughs> I'm a virgin. <laughs> That's just what happens in the rewards room. <laughs> She's what going else? to dinner. She's going to dinner with them, she said. I noticed she said that the other day with Gretel. She's yeah. going to have dinner with the in-laws, but she'll wait for Jamie to come out first. She was all class, this is in the Telegraph the other day, she was all class when asked if she was expecting a slice of the prize money if Jamie won the series. She said, I wouldn't take it unless he would give me a boob job. (laughs) It is love, you see? That's the kind of bond they've got. Katie, I think she's going to be the next Jackie McDonald. I thought it was going to be um, Sophie Monk, but I think Katie could well be the next Jackie McDonald. Sophie Monk has gone over to Kabbalah, you know. I heard about that. There's just all these things you have to do when you become a celebrity. Scientology or Kabbalahism. Get a bit of red string around your wrist. Expensive red string. Now I'm religious, Mm -hmm. apparently. Uh, Speaking of religion, listen to this. Sandy Vile. Do you know Sandy Vile? Yes. He's... (laughs) 
He's the former high-flying Citigroup chairman, renowned for his love of private jets. He's one of the most successful executives of his era, 73 years old. He's pledged to give away his $1.4 billion fortune Mm. as part of a deal with God. Mm. He says he's done a deal with God. On the decision to give his fortune away, he says, that's the deal I've made with God. I just hope he gives me the time. Now, that's all well and good. Mm. I mean, you know, good intentions. But it's just a little bit tacky, isn't it? Why? You know, What's wrong with that? Imagining yourself crunching a deal with the big fella. <laughs> you know it's what I mean? That's just, just a little bit egotistical, isn't it? Imagining yourself He's doing a deal. He's not imagining. He did a deal with God. He what? didn't imagine that he did a deal with God. Surely. Oh, it just feels wrong. What would that sound like? Okay, well, I'm a busy man. All right? I'm everywhere now. Did you hear about that? That's a lot of time, I tell you. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. It's all me. Everything turns out. Everything you see, everything you touch, everything you eat, it's all me. It's a nightmare schedule, no idea. That chair you're sitting in, that's me. And you, you're me. Uh, if you'd read the book, you'd know this, wouldn't you? But yeah, clearly I'm not a, um, well, I'm not a modest person, I'm aware of that. But it is genuinely all about me. So, really, Sandy, this, this deal of yours, I mean, technically it's my idea, so... Get that smug smile off your face. <laughs> my face, I'll have you know, they're all mine. Made in my image. Oh, except uh, Tory spelling. I'm taking credit for that one. Or John English. That was, that was just an idea that got out of control. But look, okay, Sandy, I like you. Okay? So shall we say 1.4 bill? I'll have my people, who are in fact just, uh, just me, okay? Uh, draw up the necessaries, also me. And uh, if you could get a, uh, a little statement out to the press, that'd be uh, be nice. It certainly make you look good, and uh, you look good. I look good, wouldn't you? Right, okay, chop chop. I'm uh, accelerating global warming to half eleven, and then it's uh, lunch of Michael Kinski. Get this. What? Absolute twaddle. For Mrs. Olivia Buckley of Cherry Brook on Triple M. Ah, let's get this on Triple M. Good morning, everyone, if you're joining us. Me, Tony Martin, that man, Dylan Lewis. Good morning. Were you offended by uh, my depiction of God? I liked God being a small camp English man. (laughs) (laughs) I figured that wasn't offensive. I thought that was a very fair portrayal. I just had him as a reasonable man with Mm. a lot on his plate. Mm. Mm. And Fair enough. I, I love the reference to Tori Spelling because she obviously was not modelled after God. It was after a horse. <laughs> a very unattractive horse. Tori, I might Tori say. walked into a bar and the barman said, Why the long face? <laughs> there you go. Uh. It's Talking Heads, Road to Nowhere. It's Triple M. It's Get This. Dylan Lewis is our co host this morning. G'day. He's already got a few things marked in the New Weekly. He's, uh, I've done my research. He's nutted out how radio operates. Yep, New Weekly. It's all about New Weekly. But let's get onto that road to Germany. As we cross to Ed Cavalier for what is fast becoming radio's most informed World Cup update, it's time for the Otto Fister Report. Let me go on, like I Fister. Renaissance. Let me go on, Otto. I know you're the one. Are you there, Ed Cavalier? Ah, yes. Hello, Tone. Hello, Dylan. Hello, Martin. How are we? Hey, how are you doing, Ed? Are you still in Prague? Right, I'm still in Prague, but what, what happened to my Perfect Strangers intro? We're going out on that. It didn't research, Ed. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, it didn't test well, mate. No sizzle. Oh, no traction in Adelaide, what did I tell you? It's, uh, your, your five-second jingle is giving people the opportunity to switch over. 
and cluttering yeah, up the show, which is, of course, no, my job. So angry. It's, my, it's me in general. Hey, we, yeah, I'm in Prague, but we just got, we've been out, and we just got home, and we're watching Predator dubbed into Czech. Oh, fantastic. Mm, the way it should be. And what does the Predator sound like? He's going to go, nope, 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 nope. But it's lucky because we can't understand a word. But my friend Pete has seen it 600 times. So he just he's doing the script for us as it goes along. The weird thing when you watch Predator now is you've got uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and is it Jesse Ventura? Yep. And you're sitting yep. there going, in 1987, there's two of the most important politicians <laughs> on the American scene. And both governors now, aren't they? Yeah, and, and, and back in the day, they were just, you know, having arm wrestles in the jungle together. Yeah. <laughs> when will Carl Weathers' Action Jackson be appointed to Congress? <laughs> we can only dream. <laughs> I think as soon as, as soon as Kofi and Anne retires, I think he's next in line. So I was like, that's the buzz on the street here. Hey, Dylan's... Uh, oh, sorry. Go. You go. No, I was just going to say, look, I have... been watching... We watched the soccer today. Oh, yeah, that's so right, we, the soccer. You know, sorry. What's going on? Um... The Dutch and the Argentinians drew nil all, uh, but it was a pulsating nil all draw. And uh, and then the oh, forgotten. Um, Where was in the other game? The I've no idea. I'm not even quite oh, sure yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> Where's Ang- what? Ang- Angola snatched snatched a draw from the hands of a victory over Iran. Right, and it was a cruel blow. <laughs> And, uh, no, I can't think of any tasteless or tasteful (laughs) jokes to say about Iran. And, uh, listen, where's uh, Togo on the ladder? Mate, Togo are on a plane home, which is... Oh, you're joking. They're out. They lost all all their matches. (laughs) Every single one? Yeah, the the FISTA method has been proved, you know... Not so good. What is Togo? It's a country. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So Otto Fister, completely useless. Yeah, that's the, that's the idea. Mm. That's basically what happened. And what happened today, the best bit of the whole thing, the reason Otto Fister was going to get fired, right, apart from his outrageous pink shirt sort of stuck to him, uh, and you can see his kind of large 50-year-old man boobs <laughs> during the matches, apart from the punishing visual of that he was um there was a pay dispute also and and had promised all the players these massive bonuses if they scored and won matches right they're going to get really he'd failed to deliver the fist of money (laughs) yeah exactly right hey did it uh tell me did it result in fisticuffs (laughs) because that's the headline i want to see in the paper but with a p P f i s fisticuffs Well, you know, but basically what what ended up happening is that um, he's gone, oh, yeah, look, I might have promised some money. Don't know if I quite remember. Doesn't matter anyway. I'm sacked now, so I'll see you all later. And FIFA has had to step in and and gussy up the cash that that Fister promised him. Wow. So it's a FIFA Fister (laughs) dust-up. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. Hey, uh, Dylan Lewis here has been to Prague. Uh, any pointers to give it? Any places he should check out? Yeah. Uh, yes, definitely. Fried cheese. <laughs> Have you had that? Fried cheese? Yeah. That's no, that's the no, only I've vegetarian had, option. Uh, but well, every... I've, I've had every... I've had every possible sausage imaginable. Yeah, it's a meat fest over there. It's all meat except for the fried cheese. But that was when you were still here in Australia, Ed. And and dumplings are very famous for dumplings, apparently. Indeed. Are they? Yeah. 
Yeah. And, but can I just oh, ask a, 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 an important question at this point, Ed? You're in Prague, which is in the Czech Republic. I believe the World Cup is happening in Germany. <laughs> That's the, What's so going on? You're doing a World Cup update from a country away. Yeah, I um, I called Snato today, uh, <laughs> and he's he's on his way to the Stuttgart match, like a proper World Cup reporter. You know, that's where Australia's playing Croatia tomorrow. Uh, sorry, and he Dylan. Said, oh, mate, I'll see you. That's a misspelling of Santo Chilaro's name. Don't look so baffled. Yeah, I, I'm baffled in this entire segment. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> right, so you're so saying you you haven't got any World Cup information, but you're sending someone else. Yeah, Snato's there. He's in Stuttgart. He's he's chief. You know, he's yep. chief dedicated World Cup correspondent, and I, I am good for reports on just how Predator sounds in Czech. But, you know. Well, we'll be uh, contacting you tomorrow, Ed, for more dub no, Czechoslovakian. Well, sorry, just before I go, yeah. just before I run off, I, I've been a bit worried because I wasn't sure what I'd tell you that we'd been doing because. We got up really late, and then we got a tram, and then we put some clothes in a washing machine, and then we got tired, so we had a nap. Right, so well, that's, that's going to look great in the montage. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tomorrow, tomorrow we're going to the castle, and we're going to go swim at the drain. How about that? Wow, that's got cut through. What a job. <laughs> Thank you, Triple M, Zed Cavalier. <laughs> Chris Isaac and uh, Baby did a bad, bad thing. Bad Here bad it gets on Triple M. Dylan Lewis is singing along this morning. <laughs> Do you get into the podcasting? I love the podcast. If I had a pod, I'd love it. <laughs> We've got one, haven't we? Is it up there yet, Nikki? Yes, this week's podcast is up around about midday usually, and we love the big fat one. We just go the 40 minutes non stop. Really? Yeah. All bacon, all cholesterol podcast. Oh, yeah. And I think uh, the the three things people wanted for the podcast, we're not allowed to put any of them on there. The stuff with the kids from Patterson Lakes, that had music all through it. Right. Uh, the Rex Hunt spoken word album. Music. Full of copyright scenes. From how good is that? Things. Taxi driver. Also, now how good is this? <laughs> I was doing a different one, but I remembered from That's another the sequel. time. That's the old Rex Hunt. Uh, and then also people wanted the review of Heaven Tonight, but of course it's got the music of Video Rodney, and how embarrassing if we were sued by Video Rodney. Well, who wants to own up to actually owning the rights to that? Actually, it's worth doing. That'd be a really funny case. Come on. We could have the Black Thunders out the front of court, report every day, get this V, Video, Video Rodney. Rodney. Guy Pierce called to the stand. With hexagonal drums in the box, <laughs> proving it was him. <laughs> Standing on the brink in a glass house, looking into the lion's mouth. Great lyrics. Write them down. Use them for Brown Hornet, Philip. <laughs> no. No. Uh, what are we doing? Looking through the papers. The Daily Telegraph this week. Tuesday's edition. Sydney Daily Telegraph. Rot in jail! The headline. Nice. nice. And it's that uh, terrorist bloke, or mm. the bloke who's thinking about being a terrorist, didn't actually get around to doing any terrorising. But mm. obviously, clearly, a criminal should be in jail. Mm. Okay, not disputing that. Mm. But normally, rotten hell is saved for when a, a school kitty is murdered or something. You don't bust out rotten hell when nobody's actually died, do you? No. <laughs> rotten hell. You play the rotten hell card yeah. when it's real, you know. But it's rotten in jail. Yeah, rot, oh, rot in jail, sorry. Hell's different to jail. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. Haven't Obviously, been. well, rotting in hell, that'd be quite straightforward. Yeah. But rotting in jail, I don't see how that happens. Firstly, you'd have to die and then be left unattended for quite some time. People would notice. You can't just rot in jail. I don't think that's possible. You've got to ration out your rotting. <laughs> Definitely. 
When you're writing your headlines. We're tackling the big ones as we climb Talkback Mountain. <laughs> Starting to get the hang of this show yet, Dylan? A little bit, just in time for it to finish. Oh, it's a wonderful view from the top of Talkback Mountain, Dylan. Ready. <laughs> What about horrible blunders? Let's do that today because there have been horrible blunders in the last 24 hours. Listen to this. Right. Uh, instead of blocking internet smut from children, Communications Minister Helen Coonan managed to expose a five-year-old girl to a string of obscenities during an internet porn-blocking launch yesterday. During a confusing and bewildering demonstration by technicians at Parliament House, <laughs> the first run-through of the government's $117 million porn-blocking system went <laughs> horribly wrong. <laughs> Despite Senator Coonan's assurances that the system was simple and quick to download, as five-year-old Pippi tried to type in her number, swear words appeared on the overhead projector. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's not possible that's to right. block porn off the internet, is it? I mean, that's just something they say so that older people who don't actually know much about the internet will think that everything's going to be fine. Perhaps. The hackers will always find a way to get the porn back onto you and see if you want a penis enlargement somehow. There will always be a way to get that ad up. <laughs> that is a horrible blunder. Right there, have you found any horrible blunders there? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Drunk Kate spews in public. How good is that? When you say Drunk Kate, I'm assuming you're meaning Cocaine Kate. That's the one I'm talking about. Now Kate. she's got a new name, Drunk Kate. So uh, Kate Moss is, what, why would she be throwing up in public? Because she was drinking from a bottle of Jägermeister at a, a concert and then she was pashing off with the guy from Primal Screen, the bassist, and then later on she was spewing. And then soon thereafter, she seemed to look very awake and okay again right. and had her makeup redone and was partying away from 1.30 onwards. And everyone copies Kate Moss. Everyone will be doing it. I'm you in public. And it would have been a beautiful, uh, luscious, wouldn't it? Colourful autumn hues uh, yeah. spew. I autumn hues spew. I would have liked to have bottled that and sold it on eBay. Here's a horrible blunder. What about the bloke who plotted to bomb a winery and then blame it on Al Qaeda? <laughs> <laughs> the downturn in the grape market had a potentially disastrous outcome when a company director allegedly planned. Uh, planted to, or planned to plant, if you prefer, a bomb in a winery over lost income. This bloke was unhappy with uh, what was going on at the uh, mine, at the, well, the winery that was in, whereabouts is it, between Myrtleford and Bright in northeast Victoria, so mm. right out in wine country. Mm. He thought, I'll blow up the winery and people will think it's Al-Qaeda. Yeah, nice. Good plan. <laughs> Great plan. He hadn't drunk much wine when he made that plan, had he? So Al-Qaeda? Forget about those tall buildings in Melbourne. Yeah. Let's get the winery. Let's target the winery. Hit them where it hurts. <laughs> That's good. Let's blow up the set of sea chains. <laughs> That'll work. So that's a horrible blunder. It could be anything. Everyone's made a horrible blunder, haven't they? Have you? Oh, well, it's obviously, clearly, talking too much on this program. Horrible blunder. Maybe I need a new nickname. Look at these guys. You've seen these, uh, the B-boys. You know, the oh, hip-hop yeah. dancers mm. that are touring. Yes. They've all got good names. I like Anointed S. Nice. How would you like to be Anointed S? <laughs> nice. You'd be Tmar, wouldn't you? I'd be Anunko T. It's <laughs> me. Because I'm Anunko. It's going to be my B-boy name. <laughs> What's wrong with T-Mart? T-Mart. Armars. Armars. D-Lou. D-Lou. That sounds like a toilet. Enham. That's our producer. Nice. Anna on the phones. I don't even know her surname. It's just on the phone, so she can be... A to the N to the A. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Word up, my diggy. It's got sizzle. 
Don't forget Snoop Doggy Dog is going to be coming in here and reading Charles Dickens' Martin Chuzzlewit, as promised. For shizzle. He's going to ruzzle the chuzzle. <laughs> My nizzle. <laughs> Give us a call with your horrible blunder. That's what it's about. Mm. Anything that you've done that constitutes a horrible blunder. One triple three five three. It'd be Snow Patrol. You're all I have here at Get This on Triple M. Dylan Lewis is very impressed by the professionalism he's seeing. It's today. astounding. I <laughs> loves it. <laughs> Who's that? Except guy? for the meat flavoured coffee. Everything's good but that. Where's he from? How long's the song got to go? Where are we? <laughs> what are we doing? It's a six man operation. <laughs> all we need is the He's staying cops music behind us while we're doing that. <laughs> Let's have some talk back mountain music. <laughs> horrible blunders. Have we got any horrible blunders on the line, Richard Marslin? Uh, yes, we do. Let's say hello to Brett. Hello, Brett. G'day, guys. How are you? Did you make one? Uh, well, yes. I'm uh, basically a crispy cream right now thinking, oh, mm. I might as well go through the drive-thru and just... Um, yeah, well, it would take me just a few minutes to get a donut. It's now been three hours in the drive-thru mm. just to get one donut. Mm. Hang on. <laughs> is that because it's so popular? Well, yes, I get, yeah, it is. It's the opening day and we, they, there's everybody here, basically. Whereabouts? Uh, what part of the country? Nary Warren in Melbourne. Oh, Fountain Gate? Yes. Oh, nice, nice. Home of Kath and Kim. Yes, mm. and now donuts. Fantastic. Mm. And but they've, they've got a giant hawk here, like, for Hawthorne supporters, for some reason, I don't know, entertaining the kids. But a giant yeah. whore, did he say? A hawk. <laughs> a hawk. <laughs> the giant whore la- arrives later. <laughs> All right, in the AO time slot. But no, three hours just to get a donut. So and so, you're that. I mean, they are good donuts. No one's denying that. But work. this is, you know, three hours. You're not meant to be at work. Well, no. I, are you no, a policeman? I, I thankfully got the day off, but um, yeah, no, it's pretty pointless being here. But yeah. Well, we'll cross back for an update later in the show. Thank you, sir. Who's next? Let's say hello to Eva. Hi, Eva. Hi there. You've got a horrible blunder for us? Yeah, a few years ago when I first met my boyfriend and I was going out to dinner with his um, friends. It was his friend's birthday. I hadn't met most of them and there were friends of friends who looked really close and they were looking at each other affectionately and I made the big blunder of asking them how long they'd been going out. And it turned out they were brother and sister. Oh. <laughs> it was just an Angelina Jolie-style no, situation. No, I wasn't the only one <laughs> who thought it. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. And how did you get out of it? Uh, I just shut up after that. I'd already put my foot in it before that night, so yes. <laughs> I just shut up and ate. Feigning unconsciousness, pretending to faint. I always <laughs> stuff. Like that, that usually works for me. <laughs> With any music department meetings, I just pretend to faint, taken out on a stretcher. I just vomit publicly, like Kate. <laughs> They forget about anything that happened prior to that. You used to often do that on the 10.30 slot, I exactly, remember. Yeah. It was encouraged. Yes, it was. <laughs> I had to. Well, that's a, that's a top blunder. Uh, but who else have we got, Richard? G'day, Tim. You've got a horrible blunder? Hey, guys. How are you? Good, thanks, mate. Um, yeah, it involves Glenn Taylor, ex-Channel 10 uh, newsreader in Brisbane. Is it 10 or 7? Have I been getting that wrong? Oh, he was 10 up here. He might be 7 elsewhere. Yeah, but isn't it naught up there? Is it still naught? In Br- when I lived in Brisbane, it was Channel Nort. It was very confusing. Oh. You know, you come from New Zealand yeah. and the channels are 1, 2, 3 and 4. Mm. And you come to Australia and go, ah, oh, let's have 2, 7, 9, 28. It's random. <laughs> It'll be easy to follow. It used to Channel O, then it went to 10 with big X. Yeah. That's right. Anyway, um, yeah, Glenn Taylor, he was doing a, uh, a story on... Um, on a swimmer being suspended, and it was meant to cut to the little pre-packaged deal. Mm. And he added in by his testicles, except they didn't cut to the story. Nice. <laughs> what a balls up. <laughs> oh, look, we're, we're, I haven't heard the name Glenn Taylor for years, but he's starting to become a cult figure on this program. 
There's so much we remember about him. His fascinating documentary, Australia, a nation of sand. Uh, the fact that he moved to Brisbane and uh, within like five minutes suddenly was saying, come on, the Saints. And now talking about a swimmer hanging by his testicles. Last I saw of him, he was, uh, he was hosting a Christmas show at, uh, at Forest Lake. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, sir, for helping with the, uh, the Glenn Taylor files. Uh, I think that's really all we've got time for. But I know for a fact, Mr. Mars, that you had another blunder you wanted to mention. Oh, yeah, I did. I was returning a video, uh, and the rain was coming down really heavily. This is last year. Yes. I, I ran out from the video shop, and I had to keep my head down because it was raining so much. And I wasn't quite looking where I was going. I hopped inside the car, closed the door, thought, geez, the seat feels a bit funny. And there was a woman sitting in the passenger seat. <laughs> I hopped in the wrong car. Nice. Oh, yes. And they get married this weekend. <laughs> And what, Beautiful story. What was the video you were returning? Uh, I think it was, uh, yeah, the Guy Pearce film, the Video Rodney film. There you go. Heaven, Heaven Tonight. Heaven oh, Tonight, yeah. still yeah. available. Uh, $1 <laughs> weekly. Dylan, thanks yes. for coming in. This has been great. Mate, it's been a pleasure. Very fun. And what, uh, are you plugging anything at all? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> this is the show where people come on with nothing to plug and look embarrassed when I ask them to plug something. Should I? I don't know what to plug. I can't think of anything. <laughs> Just plug the new weekly, if you like. Buy a new weekly. Check out Man Choir online at MySpace. Oh, that's a good thing to do. And listen to Triple M. Dylan's Man Choir. And I think our key phrase today was from the Big Brother house. Guys and girls are different. Very different. Very different. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. How true it is. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back tomorrow with, get this, a footballer, Jared Malloy. No relation to uh, Mick Malloy, but he's going to be here to teach me about footy. Woo!